Sports Talk with Reg and Brandon, the new podcast, the new Sports Talk podcast on Anchor. Brandon, man, we here. We finally did it. You know, this is something that you and I, we've been talking about, you know, for a minute now. And, you know, now we're finally here at episode one. Um, how you doing, man? How's everything going with you? Good, man. Good. I'm feeling good. What about you? Yeah, I'm all right, man. You know, just sitting here, uh, just waiting on um, the Dodgers, man. They got the Astros tonight, you know, in Houston. Um, but, yeah, man, it's, it's just a lot that's happening, you know, in sports. But thank God we have sports. I know. Um, you know, MLB, man, you know, the season's underway. You know, finally they was able to get that off the ground. Uh, you know, so much. Yeah, barely, man. The Marlins. <laughs> yeah. Then we got the NBA. You know, they're wrapping up their scrimmage games, you know, getting ready to finish out their final eight and then head into the playoffs. The NFL, you know, they start training camp. Um, you know, players have already reported, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how they are able to, I guess, to ex- how they're able to execute their strategy. Um, you know, will they finish on time and will they finish at all? Right. You know, um, that's going to be important because a lot of I think a lot of the, the high school, the colleges and the high school programs uh, uh, that succeed them, they're going to be looking you know, at the pro sports a- as a model. Um, but anyway, man, let, let's get into the, to the MLB, man. Let's let's talk about, you know, my Dodgers, you know, they lost two straight you know, mm. series with the Giants. Um, it's, it's, again, it's, it's a 60 game season, you know, you really, you don't have a whole lot of uh, wiggle room, you know, to lose games. It's like you lose in a, in a short season like this, it's like you lose, you lose two games. That's like the, I guess the equivalent of losing six, right? I mean, but I will say the exciting thing about this is, is that again, every game counts, right? Every game counts, you know, if it's not like. You can be like the Nationals, you know, or the previous champs. You know, they they started out, you know, they were ra- rather sluggish, you know, in that uh, top half of the year, and they came on, you know, late July, going into August. Um, yeah, it's not like that, you know. So we could very easily end up seeing, you know, uh, any team, uh, who knows, a team like the White Sox or uh, or the Mariners. Who knows? Any team. It's, 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 it's open season, right? Any team that you think that uh, doesn't have a chance, they have a chance now, right? It's 60 games, man. It's, 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 it's the best of 60. So, um, you know, whoever can get started early, man, that's, they're, they're going to have that, that best chance to win. But, you know, just tell me, man, you know, what's your thoughts, man? How you feeling? How you feeling about your Orioles, man? Oh, man. Well, I was feeling good because uh, we beat the Red Sox and won the series uh, 2-1. <laughs> Yeah, way uh, we were uh, first in the AL East for a good day. Felt great. Um, yeah. But you know, I'm kind of sad that we had the next two games canceled, or I guess the next technically four games canceled because we had a two and two set with the Marlins. But uh, um, now we're going to actually play the Yankees, so maybe we might start losing again because that's gonna uh, that's gonna be <laughs> some tough tough competition. But, yeah, man. you know, I, I'm glad to see uh, baseball back and I'm glad to, uh, you know, just enjoy watching the games, even with uh, no fans in the stands. Um, 
Man, I still enjoy it. It's just sports. Sports is back. Sports is back, you know? Yeah. So I started laughing because the fan cut out. So everybody, like, like I'm, I'm not sure if the Dodgers started it. Um, but I know, I'm, I'm starting to notice, man, a couple of teams around the league are doing it. And it, it's cool, you know, it's that, the crowd noise. Um, the thing that I like about it, because I actually, I actually, I bought, I, I, so I bought a fan cutout. Right. Okay. So yeah. So and, and all the money, like the proceeds, like it, it goes to uh, the Dodgers Foundation, right? You know, for helping the community, um, you know, and, and things of that nature. But I mean, it's almost like you know, you you go and you buy a game ticket um, that only cost for me. You know, it only costs I think well, about one hundred forty nine dollars, right? But those okay. like the seats, dude. Like the seats, they're selling out like crazy. I think. There's only but like four sections left. Okay, four where sections. are you? I'm I'm like in that upper. Gosh, I, I can't remember the exact. I think it's like so it's section 126, something like that. But it's 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 um it's in the the, the second bowl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The second bowl, but it's you know the TV can, can um can catch it. You know on you know, certain plays. You know you can well, probably probably catch it on TV. Well, the bigger question is, do you think a foul ball will hit your, your picture a foul ball um because if it does you know they'll send it to you <laughs> a, a, a foul ball i don't know but maybe it'll, it'll get some play because like that's like that's that's one of the things that they, they've just been showing it that's i think that's one of the cool things about the game now right i mean it's, it's, we're trying to make the most out of uh, a less than ideal situation, right? I mean, obviously, you know, we, we would love to have fans in the, you know, you know, in, in seats, but you know, we can't have that. So, you know, what greater way to, um, you know, you know, I guess they're always saying, you know, trying to make uh, lemonade. Somebody they give you lemons, make lemonade out of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, what what better way to, you know, to um, you know, to, uh, to make good of, you know, our situation that we're dealing with, you know, hey, man, like, let's 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 have some people, you know, donate money to the organization. Um, and not only that, man, like the players, the, the, they're going to need that. Right. Considering, again, considering where we're at, there are no fans. Um, I, I, the players are like on a prorated salary right now. Mm-hmm. Um you also have to factor in like the various people, like all the stadium workers, you know, that, that work sessions, uh, that work security, you know, those people, those folks, they're not at the game. Right. So, you know, though that money could also go, you know, to them in some way, shape or form. Um, but I think, I think it's a cool thing with that, that MLB, you know, some of the teams are starting to do, um, again, you know, with the fans, I guess, try to create, you know, a more, realistic atmosphere for the players uh as, as much as possible um what do you think about so, the crowd noise i think it's cool okay. i really do I, I think it's cool because well I, I say that as a fan right so i'm i'm you know I'm, I'm, we're watching the games as a fan and, and with the with the noise you know you're thinking ah, okay it's you know thousands of people in the ballpark it's a regular day and you 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 further on that illusion um, when once you start seeing those fan cutouts, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So 
Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it's tough. It's like okay, like I was watching. I think it was, uh, I think it was the Reds uh, the other night, and yeah, there was nobody in the. No, I don't think they've they've done it just yet. But um, yeah, there was nobody in the seats. So I was like, what the you know what the heck, man? Like the the, the, the crowd noise kind of negates itself, you know. So as a player, I imagine that could be rather tough. But I don't know. I guess they're going through it. They're working. Oh no, they're it. not getting heckled. You know. Maybe they'll be able to concentrate. I don't know, man. With this, with the the coronavirus, man, I, I, you know, there's, um, you know, a lot of people complain about, you know, getting heckled and, and all that stuff. But, man, who knows, man? Like, you kind of, I don't know. It kind of makes you wonder, like, do you appreciate that stuff? Do you have a deeper appreciation just for the fans? Because, you know, fans heckling you, that could be a boost, too. You know what I mean? Particularly okay. if you're a road team, you know. True, so, true. Um, Feed off that, you know, the negativity they throw at you. Yeah, yeah. But um, but at any rate, man. So the biggest headline of the Miami Marlins, man. Seventeen players um, have contracted the coronavirus, and it doesn't look like they will be playing any more baseball until what, Sunday. Um, like what's 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 the concerns like does that as a fan man does that concern you yeah definitely definitely. concern me definitely (laughs) definitely concerns me man i don't uh first of all i don't even know how that could have started with you know just in a team only because they had they had the game against the phillies and surprise none of the phillies players has gotten it so i don't know when that started but it has spread fast right and uh you know, you said they might return to play on Sunday, but I don't even know because that's like half of their team that's gone. Yeah. And yeah. what are they going to do? Are they going to call people up? Are they going to sign people? Or are they just going to wait until they come back to play? And then, you know, the Marlins have a lot of makeup games to play if that's the case. But it seems like the other teams that are missing that game, they are trying to find ways to have them, you know, play missed games for for teams that necessarily aren't playing that day like kind of how the the Yankees voted on agreeing to play against the Orioles just to get two games in um, mm-hmm. which was nice um, but yeah man the Marlins thing scares me because it's kind of like an unknown on how that started and because because of that like that could happen to any team you know right right but they're the only team in the league that is, you know, that's dealing with these, uh, that, have, that have players that have tested positive. I mean, thus far, I mean, it seems like, you know, everything is going according to plan, right? Yeah. Sort you of. Know, so, yeah. So, man, and, and I don't know, you know, maybe this this could just be, um, you know, them being in Florida. And, and, and again, you know, Miami, you know, that's... <laughs> That's not an uh, uh, an ideal city uh, where I want to, to to quarantine. You know, if if I'm a, a ball player, but I mean, <clears throat> yeah, but you can't be going out. Like, I mean, how exactly? What did they do? Like, to get it exactly? They, they know they have a season. Exactly, and 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 that's that, that's what I was going to get to. Um, if when when you hear 17 players man have contracted the virus, that tells me okay, well, all right. You got you got a group of guys that are down there that they're doing some things that they probably shouldn't be doing, and 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 I, when I say that I mean 
um, again, the social context, right? We're in a global pandemic. Um, obviously, sports, that's not something, you know, sports happening right now, that's not something that, uh, I guess, um, with that's within the realm of the average, you know, uh, you, you know, your, your, your normal human being, right? You know, your normal human being throughout the world. Like, you wouldn't be thinking, that, okay, yeah, sports will be occurring uh, during a global pandemic. But what we're finding, man, we're, we're finding ways, um, I guess, to, to try to create some form of normalcy. Um, you know, some some guys, you know, they're going to have to make some sacrifices, you know, time with family. Um, obviously, you know, with the late start, you know, they had to sacrifice some money, you know, being, you know, on, you know, uh, prorated salaries and, you know, and stuff like that. But, um I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of feel like, um, again, like they, they're doing something that they should not be doing, right? Like you, the way I view it is, okay, you're playing baseball in, in, in some way, shape, or form every day, whether it's games, practices. Okay, dude, go to the facility, go home. Go to the facility, go home. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna, mm-hmm. if you're gonna get food or do anything else. You know, do takeout. You know, get it to go. You know, uh, you know, don't be like Lou Williams no. uh, with the Clippers, man. You know, we get into you know we get into him uh, later on. But you know, you, you just gotta be smart. You gotta be smart. Um, you gotta understand, man, that everybody's making a sacrifice here. Uh, you know, for the greater good of the game. You know, to to help players. Everybody doesn't get paid the same. Um, but more importantly, man, the fans. You know, right now it's trying times, you know, for, for everybody at home, you know, for, you know, for, you know, average Joes, like, you know, like you and I, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's trying times. We need our sports, you know, that's our entertainment. And when you have, you know, guys that are, you know, kind of stepping outside of those boundaries, man, doing things, um, you know, to put the game in jeopardy, you know, I, I have issue with that. And the families too, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like sure. they, they have to realize, I mean, I don't try not to say this in a mean way, but they kind of have to realize that their dad or husband is a professional baseball player and needs to play the, for the season. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, and I hope it's not like maybe like the, the family is reckless and he's trying to be really safe. And then he accidentally got it through that and then gave it to the rest of the team, which is highly likely. But, you know, it's like a whole thing when like, if, because they didn't create a bubble, which kind of doesn't make any sense. They had a, a great opportunity to do this. Um, mm-hmm. Having their spring training fields being in two, four locations of Florida and Arizona. And and on top of that, since they're changing all these rules and making it a 60 season and making the amount of playoff teams larger and just doing all kinds of craziness this season, they could have just changed the leagues and do the, the Cactus League and the Grapefruit League and just done what spring training is and that would have been a more confined bubble and they could have just played within their teams within you know their spring training leagues and then maybe out of whatever the standings of that was and by the maybe by a couple months it would have been okay to maybe maybe play like a playoffs or something but right i don't know i they could have done that and i think the season worked so much better but you know they didn't really go that route and now 
we're obviously mm-hmm. seeing the effects of it because a team has gotten it, and I know that this isn't going to be the first time this has happened. And so. no, nah, this is this, another team is going to get it most likely just through the same situation because they're traveling, they're playing home and away games. That 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 yeah. that's going to cause a lot of problems. I think the only way it will work is being in a bubble because you are limiting your exposure to the outside world and. You know, there's some people out there that might just want to get you sick just because they don't like your team, you know? Like, just sit there, they sure. walk by you, they walk you right by you in the store or something like that, and they're like, oh, man, that's that sure. so-and-so from whatever team. Cough, cough, like, you know? Like, sure. it's that simple. But, sure. I, I mean, that's some mean stuff that people would do, but, you know, people do some mean shit out there. And, you know, so yeah. I, th- I think that, like, like, you know, you should just definitely be in a bubble for this and they had an opportunity for it and they blew it and now they're facing the consequences on literally game was it three for them three or four they've only played like and now the whole uh, team half of the team has it like come on they they really messed up but you don't think that's just you don't think that that's just um a byproduct of the marlins being in arguably the worst state in the union right now in terms of um, just dealing with the virus, right? I mean, like, like Florida's in, in, in really bad shape. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess with me, like the, my, my whole view of it, I thought, I thought MLB was fine. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess, uh, is it, is it possible for, you know, another clubhouse to, you know, contract a virus and, and spread it amongst, you know, amongst other teams. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think, I mean, we, we can even say the same thing with the NBA, you know, actually being inside of a bubble. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, the NBA is doing okay now, and that is a chance to maybe go downhill at some point. But, like, like the MLB has a whole a half of a team contracted on day three. Like, it's, come on, you know? It, it wasn't I don't think it was going to work not from the start it wasn't yeah. going to work but whatever yeah I, I don't know I, I think this is it's interesting that you say that but I, I think it's going it's got to be more of a wait and see just because it's only one it's, it's only one team and they happen to be in Florida now yeah you're right um, by it okay you know the teams only play with three four games now you know the fact that it happened so early, yeah, that that definitely raises some flags. But I, I don't know. I, I guess with me, I'm. I mean, not I'm only just, that, not only uh-huh. that. I mean, it's like the, Juan Soto from the Nationals already had, yeah. it. and then yeah. a couple other players, a couple other teams, they had it, and they've had. I mean, luckily they've caught it. But like, this uh-huh. is circling in baseball. This isn't just like the Marlins. I mean, this has been luckily caught and not you know exposed to other players within other teams but it's not it's not it's already not just a one team thing right uh no i mean i i agree and i mean uh you know dave martinez the manager of the nationals you know he um he said the same thing quote i'm scared i really am you know uh from what you know he told reporters uh apparently he has a heart condition um you know so so you know so for folks you know, that have, you know, again, heart conditions, um, you know, other respiratory issues, obviously, you know, your, mm-hmm. you know, your folks that are, you know, 65 and up, you know, those are the ones that are going to be at greater risk. 
you know, so so I get it. You know, I I, I get it. You know, the, uh, there's risk uh, for everybody, but I I think I guess the re- when I look at the two sports, you know, I mean, I look at let's just take the NBA for example. I think the for them, I think the bubble fit best because okay, well, we are. We're at a point where we're approaching the playoffs, and you know we got teams all over the country. They're at Walt Disney World. Obviously, Disney World is probably the best location. Let's just let's just take uh, coronavirus. That's in Florida, right? That's the hot spot, the Florida thing. Yeah, but let, let's 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 just take coronavirus out of it, right? So I mean, let, let's just think like youth league sports, like where like all like the big national tournaments at. Like they're all usually right there at in Disney World, right? You know, maybe with an exception of you know the Little League World Series, um, and Pennsylvania. But outside of that, like most of these national tournaments, they're right there in Disney World because of um, you know, I, I the, their hospitality capacity. I mean, like all the hotels. Um, the multiple basketball venues, I think it was the best place, you know, to house 22 teams. So, okay, like we, we got 16 teams uh, or, uh, yeah, 16 teams that are going to be in postseason play. Plus, right now, like, okay, well, we got, you know, several other uh, teams here that, that are on the bubble. You know, you got the the Wizards, you know, they're they're five and a half games back. You know, they're a whole other story. I don't, I don't know about them. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, in, in the West, you got um, you got the Grizzlies, you got Portland, you got New Orleans. They're right there, right? So mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I just thought you know to kind of avoid you know the that cross country travel. I thought that from a uh, hospitality standpoint, I thought Disney World will probably be the best, um, the best place to do it. Now, on the MLB side, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, kind of like, you know, d- handle it the way you know they would for or uh, from um, spring training. From, yeah, 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 spring training perspective. But is, isn't there some? Isn't there some? Cross country travel with that because I, even with the Dodgers, like we we had some games last year against the White Sox. Yeah, but no. So basically, what they do is the the leagues in the Grapefruit and Cactus League are are intermingled in spring training. So National and American League teams are just just grouped together and just put in separate two two completely separate leagues. Um, and one one's in Florida and one's in Arizona and. They just they just right, play with it. they play just amongst each other. Yeah, so yeah, I got you. they can just turn that into to what the season is, since they they could have formed little two little mini bubbles essentially. But they so you didn't. don't like so you don't like the you don't like that they're playing in their stadiums. Their no, I think the yeah I think the travel is the the risk factor because. They're going home, and then they they have to travel, and they have to go to an away game that could just be, you know, completely all the way across the country, and that all that creates a lot of risk um, because you're staying in hotels and that aren't just like the hotel you're staying in every single night. You know, it's just you're doing a lot of moving around, and every time you're moving around today's age, you have a chance to catch it. So, um, yeah, like. It's it's not. I think they could have definitely done a little bit better job 
on how they could have planned the, the games and the organization, how to get all the games. Because, man, they changed all kinds of rules this year. Like, they could have done something like this and it not have mattered. Like, no one would have cared. Probably people maybe would have liked it better, you know? But it is what it is. Yeah. But, I mean, they're not really doing a whole lot of, like, uh, cross-country. Yeah, cross-country travel. I mean, it's cross-country travel. It's more um, regional-based. I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it's not that many. In 60 games, like, that's not, that's, that's really not a whole lot. Um, you know, okay, you play one team, you get them at home, then you get them again. You know, you go to their place. Um, 60 games, that, that's not really a whole lot, you know, if you're considering, you know, three or four game series. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting. I, I guess, you know, I mean, with them, with MLB, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Now, I, I, I will say if another team contracts this virus, which, I mean, it's, which I guess is a, I, I, I'm going to say it's a medium likelihood because I'm going to stick to the notion that, hey, man, the Marlins, they're just down in Florida. They're in Miami. And, you know, you know, I, I'm not trying to call the guys selfish or anything like that, but I don't really think that they were doing everything that they could to not contract the virus. I'll mm. say that. Particularly okay. when you when you have just one team, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're talking about if this is spread around, you know, multiple, you know, multiple ball clubs, multiple players within multiple ball clubs, then yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, you may you may get your one or two, you know, your Juan Soto, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, okay, you know, that's expected. You know, quarantine them, you know, send them out for you know for for two weeks. You know, allow them, you know, give them some time, you know, uh, come back, test negative, you know, return to play, right? Well, you got, you got 17, you got 17 jokers in one, one ball club. It almost, it, it, it kind of brings, presents another question. Well, damn, man, are there others? Because there's also like these, I don't, I don't know if you've been hearing, but like these, these false uh, these false negative tests, you know, guys have okay. been testing, they'll test negative and then turn around and test positive right after that. So, I mean, it's, I don't know, it, it kind of makes you think like the legitimacy of, of the actual tests, you know, that are, um, that are being conducted with some of the other clubs. Well, so. they don't seem to be wearing masks in the dugouts and the dugouts really, I mean, they put those X's to spread the, you know, the space the players apart are supposed to sit, but it's like, yeah, it's the smallest red X, and like there's no, <laughs> they're gonna like ask in there. That's gonna yeah. happen, but yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but well, nah, man, that, that's that's good, man. You know, we'll we'll keep our um keep our eyes on that situation, man. When we come back, you know, let's uh let's get into some NBA talk again. You know, the season. The season getting ready to get underway. You know, right now, you know, the teams, the 22 teams, they're finishing up their scrimmages. Um, and uh, and they're going to get right back to it on Thursday, man. Um, we'll come back after the break. So, Brandon, man, 
What's up with your boy Lou Will? Sweet Lou Will, man. Just couldn't stay away from the chicken wings, man. He <laughs> just had to go in there and do it. <laughs> Was it chicken wings you couldn't stay away from? Oh my gosh. So, okay, so if, if y'all haven't heard, so Lou Williams, uh, guard, reserve guard for the um for the LA Clippers. Had an excused absence, granted by the NBA, you know, had a death in the family, went to the funeral. My man decided to make a little pit stop on his way back to the bubble, the Magic City, you know, the famous gentleman's club uh, in Atlanta. And, um, man, stopped him and got some chicken wings, you know, his, you know, his, you know, his uh, beloved, you know, lemon pepper wings. Um, Brandon, I have issue with this. I, I'm gonna leave it to you though, buddy. Like, what's I, 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 I'll let you go first. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where to begin with it because I mean, oh boy. So, the excused absence in the first place, I mean, I mean, no disrespect to just anybody who loses anybody, you know, it has to be devastating, but you know, it really it was his dad's friends friends lost I think and so it wasn't even really direct a direct family member so and I don't know if the NBA knew that or not but um I don't know if that was necessarily a reason to decide to leave the bubble um that's normally just like send send some apologies to the family you know but you know realize that your, your team team's a little bit you're there to win a championship and but I mean but I mean, that's hard to it's hard to say, you know, because someone did lose somebody, but it's kinda it's kinda the way you gotta go about it, I think. But uh but then to then <laughs> to then go to Magic City and uh yeah. <laughs> to get the wings, yeah. um you know, I don't know man. That just seems like bad decision making all around and, and then today or I guess it was today or yesterday he had decided to fire back at, you know, Kendrick Perkins, who, to be honest, I feel bad for Kendrick <laughs> Perkins because he's kind of the, the, the weak link on Twitter that every, everyone in NBA feels like they can fire shots at. Because KD? Of, exactly, like KD <laughs> does the same thing. That, because, you know, I mean, no offense to, to Kendrick, but, I mean, he really, his stats in the NBA really weren't that great. Um, and I know KD for sure knows. Uh, since yeah. we played together, but yeah, so we will. You know, he's just blowing that off, and still. And I think that you know, I think when he gets back out of that ten-day quarantine and misses the first two games uh, of the, you know, the real comeback season, um, you know, the teams I'm be looking at, I'm like, you know, bro, really? Did you did you really have to go do that? Like, Ka- <laughs> imagine Kawhi looking at it when he comes back to pro- practice, man. <laughs> It's gonna the just, coach was uh, Doc what? Rivers wasn't happy. Yeah, Doc um, Rivers wasn't happy. I, I, nobody in the organization should be happy because you know that bad news on them now. And on top of it, feels like a couple players on the team, you know, just going through some struggles right now. To you know because they're not there yet, or you know they, they're not playing, and it just seems you know maybe the Clippers aren't going to be good. Uh, for a little bit, but they, you know, they do have two all-star players on the team, maybe to help carry them through that way a little bit. But yeah, man, I don't know. Lou Williams, bad decision, bad, bad decision. I, and you know, man, the even <laughs> the audacity to wear the mask 
like the official <laughs> in the bubble NBA mask. Come on, man. What are you yeah. doing? Like, there, there's no way that you could even go about saying that. Like, that was just another time. Like, that's just a uh, earlier picture from like, you know, a couple months ago. There's just, there's no way that you can pull that off. But man, I'm like, what are you thinking about this? Because, you know, you seem, you seem pretty upset with Will over this. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm like this, and I had, dude, I I had a long conversation, uh, on Facebook, you know, about about this particular topic. I, I think, again, and I, I kind of alluded to this earlier. Again, we're we're in a situation, we're in a less than ideal situation with the coronavirus, right? Um, I think it's a blessing that we have sports, right? Um, that being said. You know, these players, well, it's, we have sports, but you have to commend the players. Um, Also, uh, you know, the league itself, you know, the owners, uh, Commissioner Adam Silver, um, you know, for for them, you know, uh, Michelle Roberts, you know, head of the Players Association, um, them getting together and coming up with a plan, you know, and Dr. Fauci, you know, he, he said it himself. The NBA, in terms of professional sports, the NBA has the best um, model and has created the best chance to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. To go from, you know, to the start to finish, right? Um, and and, and I, I believe that too. My thing is, as a player, again, you're dealing with these less than ideal circumstances. We're making a sacrifice, right? I'm sacrificing for... Um, I'm, I'm sacrificing that family time. I'm sacrificing for those individuals, um, you know, that aren't like the LeBron James of the world, that aren't the James Hardens of the world, right? The Russell Westbrooks of the world, the Giannis's, you know, those guys, those big dollars. Everybody's not like that, right? Everybody's money isn't like that in the NBA. So they need these games. You know what I'm saying? They they need these final eight games. They need these uh those bonus playoff checks because they missed a part of that, you know, with the work stoppage. So this is this is big for them, right? So when you do something like that, when you um you have an excused absence, and then it's like you take advantage of it. Like I have a problem with that because you know, for one, like okay, well, yeah. You leave the bubble, you're automatically quarantined. But that's that's only 10 days, right? What about the 14 uh, days that the CDC, um, that Dr. Fauci, you know, that all the health experts have been saying? You know, you if, if you test positive for a virus, he didn't. But, you know, you know it, 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 I mean, it could be did. a chance that him having Yeah. If he did, then you, he would, he'd be out longer. Yeah. But, you know... Um, they, the NBA has only set a standard to where he has to test, I mean, to where he has to quarantine for 10 days, right? Those remaining four days, that, that, that's a big deal. Because again, I alluded to it, I talked about it earlier, um, the false negatives, you know, people, or false negatives or, or vice versa, you know, people testing um, and then testing one day, they get a certain result and then the next day, they're not, right? Um, but it's, it's I just have an issue with him, uh, you know, putting the players at risk, putting, ultimately putting the game at risk. 
that I, I think that that's my biggest that was my biggest um my biggest issue with it. Apparently Doc Rivers felt the same, you know, his teammates felt the same, you know, they weren't happy about it. You know, uh Perk, you know, he took the um he was on get up this morning, first take, you know, all that stuff, you know, doing doing the shows as he usually do. Um, you know, he, he said what he said, you know, he was he was trying to compare, I, I guess, the levels of maturity, you know, looking mm-hmm. at Zion, because Zion Williamson, you know, with the Pelicans, he had similar situation, but hey, he went, he left, met with his family, and then came back. Yep. Now. Uh, well, 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 I guess the counterpart to that, the counter argument to that, where people will say, "Well, well, we don't know what Zion uh, did." And uh, I'm probably sure somebody, if, had he went somewhere else, somebody would have spotted his big ass, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, dude. At least he didn't go to a strip club with another rapper. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on, like, yeah, huh. yeah. And, and that's the thing. I mean, Alex Caruso, man, Alex Caruso with the Lakers, like his sister. His sister just got married, I believe it was like oh, what, yeah. a week or two ago. But he skipped the wedding, and and I'm I'm not saying that everybody's got to make their everybody got to make their own choices. I get that, but at the same at the same time, man, when you're doing this, when you leave that bubble, you got to understand that, man. I have the responsibility you know, to look. I, I made the commitment right to you know to continue to help continue uh, allow this game to continue to, to complete its season. It's 20, the 2019-2020 season. I made a commitment to help them do that. So when I leave the bubble and I've been granted an excused absence, man, I need to make sure that whatever I do, I'm not putting the players, myself, the players, and the game itself at risk, right? Because that's all it takes. I mean, again, we, we just had this conversation about the Marlins, right? What are they doing? And they're not in a bubble. And I think, personally, I think MLB is doing all right. I think they're doing okay, but that's I mean that's that still you know remains to be seen. But anyway, man, I mean I just I, I agree with Perk just and, and just in terms of um, the premise of what he's saying. Now that it, it seemed like if if he was attacking his mature, level of maturity, I'm I probably wouldn't have gone that far, but. I don't think, um, you know, what he was saying was wrong. And, you know, f- for Lou Williams, on the other hand, I mean, yeah, bro, like, you're dead wrong. Yeah. You know, you're dead wrong. Like, you, you mean, you, you know, you're, you're trying to clap back, you know, uh, you know, get back at somebody, I guess, because, um, you know, Perk was like, <laughs> what if Perk said that, um, I guess, you know, that it was just for, you know, for the TV and, and you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, nah, that's just, that's, that's, that yeah, Perk's weak on social media. Like, people can make fun of him. So, that was, like, Will's way of just kind of, yeah. you know, kind of scaring him off. But that's, you probably know that's not true. Perk, Perk most likely never said that to him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, like I said, he's going to, I mean, he'll miss you know, two games, you know, I, I kind of think, you know, he caught a break, you know, with the NBA. Um, you know, if, yeah, real you know, quick. If, if there was anybody, uh, go ahead. Well, hey, let me ask you real quick, you know, because I know you want to get into, you know, the standings right now of, you know, how everything's shaping out in the East and the West, but with Lou Will missing those two games, like, how do you think that affects the Clippers for these two games? I mean, they're only one game, or I guess one and a half games ahead of the Nuggets. 
Like, I mean, those two games are very crucial because then that can just drop, keep dropping them down in the standings. And then it might be a harder climb in, into, you know, getting deep into the playoffs because of that, you know. And, and to be honest, the Jazz really aren't that far away either from them, which is kind of kind of shocking uh, that, the that you know, the Clippers are actually not that far ahead um, as, you know, as much as the yeah. Lakers are. But I mean, how do you think, yeah. we'll, uh, you know, we will being out those two games, do you think that could affect the Clippers at all on their standings? I don't think so. I don't think it's a big deal. Um from a standings perspective, because honestly, I don't think the Clippers care. Like, I mean, Kawhi Leonard, man, like, if if, if we're talking about, you know, the Clippers making a run, I think the, the elephant in the room for them is Kawhi Leonard's health. That Kawhi, uh, you know, like, what, like, what, what, I mean, like, I mean, but that, that's, it seems like to me, like, that's an injury that, you know, he's going to be dealing with, um, you know, you know, for the rest of his career, and from what I've, from what the tea leaves are saying, you know, I mean, it's possible um, that he could be load managing, uh, you know, during these final eight games. Oh, I mean, at, without at the end a doubt, of the day, I'm sure everyone that you know yeah. will be load managing somewhat that are, are feel confident they're going to get in it, um, and they're confident yeah. in their placement. Uh, but when it comes down time to the real playoffs, I'm sure that Kawhi's going to be playing every game unless he's real hurt. Yeah. Well, well I, I, I'll just say this, and um, you know, somebody, you know, somebody asked me, you know, um, where somebody they didn't really asked, but they, they were saying, well, well, you know, well, what's the big deal? He's going to miss two games. Yeah. Okay. Well, right now it's not that big of a deal because they're just in scrimmage play, right? The, the, the exhibition matchups come playoff time. You know, let's let's just say, you know, LeBron for some reason, you know, have to uh, to leave the bubble. So you know, during postseason play, like during the mm-hmm. actual playoffs, right? I mean, so now you're talking about okay, ten games, uh, man, I mean, ten days of mandatory quarantine. How many playoff games did they play in ten games? I mean, if three? they're depends on the, the what, span, two, I don't know how they're going to schedule the playoffs. But normally, that's probably what it is. But if they're going to plan on playing the games at a quicker rate, since they're not going, you know, home and away, it could be it could be more games. Yeah. they could go to the playoffs quick. Right. Right. Also, there's no advantage either. Everybody's at Disney. There's there's no there's exactly. no home field advantage. I don't believe it. I mean, I know, I know they have that little design. That's no advantage, like man. There's no advantage. <laughs> you know, they, they, they show the local advertisements and, you know, advertisements and sponsors and stuff like that. But, yeah, there, there's no advantage. Oh, so, well, they, they've added some fans. Yeah, I mean, you, you, uh, you know, when people are shooting free throws, they show, like, fans freaking out in, like, a Zoom session or something <laughs> to try and distract. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all they got. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that, man. But, yeah, that, that's cool, man. That's Lou Will, man, if you if, at any point, man, if you ever hear us on this podcast, we love you. I've always been a fan of you. You, you was a Laker at one point. Once a Laker, always a Laker, man. Just hopefully we are not in a in this COVID situation for for long but no love lost brother you know we just got to be smarter um but Brandon man I did want to just 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 touch on um you know what are your thoughts for the NBA next year man you know I 
I, I saw this quote from you know again Michelle Roberts. You know she's the head of the Players Association. This is what she said: "Quote: If tomorrow looks like today, I don't know how we say we can do it differently." And what she's saying is, 2021, man, like it could be a bubble. Yeah, Maybe I it mean, could be a bubble. I, I think there's gonna be no problem if they do that. They could even probably find a way to add the rest of the teams too. You know, um, it would just be hard on the players and their families, which. I don't know how they would figure out a way around that, but I mean, if this shows that it could work, it could work again when they redo the season. Um, but do you, do you do you think they can survive that? Though I mean, no. It's I mean, it's it's kind of this. That's the thing. Like right now, it's kind of hard to gauge because I mean, okay, well, it's it's only it was already eight games and in playoffs, right? So two and a half, you know, three months tops, right? You're talking an entire season, and I don't think there's anything that officially came out saying that you know they're gonna you know reduce the regular season games. Well, yeah, they know, might start in December, or whatever. Maybe you know, just like. Uh-huh. But still, though, from a money perspective, you don't think that that hurts the league. You think they'll be able to survive um, that? It's hard because well, you, maybe we'll just have to see the type of revenue they get. You know, I'm not sure how the revenue is distributed yeah. right now. Just, I mean, if they're getting any sort of revenue at all um, throughout throughout all this, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they're paying Disney or Disney's paying them for doing this or what the situation is. But um, if anything, I'm like. Maybe uh, maybe by that time they restart the season, um, we might have some better like news in terms of COVID, and they might you know invite fans or you know maybe even be able to like you know have families come there like come and go easily or just you know something like that to make it a little bit more flexible. Wow. But I mean, not not trying to like minimize the the family thing is they they but they will have some time to go back to their families between the season hopefully you know I doubt they'll start on time because that's like a quick turnaround but um but if they delay mm-hmm. it they will get some time you know the, but it's probably not the the needed amount of time. but then again I mean like when you're playing a full 82 game season and you're going from October to June because you're in the playoffs. Like, I mean, how much time do you really get to spend with them anyways? Because you're playing away games, traveling here, traveling there, doing this, doing that. You know, training, 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 yeah. practice, practice, practice. Your game here, game there. Um, so it's a lot anyways. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. Seeky, go <laughs> give me my damn money back. I'm <laughs> Dude, did I tell you, nah, did I tell no, you about man. that? What, what, what did they do? Jip you? Oh man, so well, it's 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 not it's, it's not just myself. It's millions of Americans, um, uh, millions of fans, you know, that have purchased tickets, and for some reason they changed their policy. I guess their buyer's guarantee policy um, as a result of the pandemic. So, you know, us being here in the D.C. region, me being a Lakers fan, you know, I purchased, you know, two tickets, you know, for me and a lady, you know, go see the mm-hmm. Wiz-Lakers game. It gets it gets canceled. Um, so versus them doing, you know, a full 
100% refund, you know, as they should. I guess, you know, they, hard times. Pandemic brought some hard times on them. And uh, they decided to take, instead of giving me a refund, okay, well, we're going to give you 140% credit to your SeatGeek oh. account. And I'm like, at, at one point, like, I'm thinking, I'm like, hmm. Because I'm like, well, I don't know if the NBA can survive uh, an entire regular season with fans. So I'm thinking, like, man, like, oh, there might be some people in, in, in the bleachers come next year. Maybe it will be really, it'll be limited, you know, much like the NFL is planning to do. But I'm thinking, like, I was ho- kind of holding out some optimism, like, until I read Michelle Roberts' quote <laughs> today. But, yeah, I was kind of holding out some optimism that, yeah, dude, like, there would be some, there might be some people, you know, at, at these uh, live sport events next season. And um, the downside is, so they, they, they gave me that, again, they gave me that 140% um, refund credit to my uh, account, but it's, it, it expires no. in June. What the hell what is that? What does that even mean? So if that like would, they, would you well, get your mean, money back at all? Like it's just like oh well, well sorry now we dude, get to keep your money. <laughs> dude, man. Yeah, dude, man. The, the way I see it is this this might uh, end up being a long battle between Seat Geek <laughs> and the fans, and and I like Seat Geek, man. Like I've purchased a lot of stuff, uh, you know, a lot of tickets from them over the years, man. Like. They gotta, they gotta resolve this, but, but I'm, 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 I'm holding out hope because I, I do believe, I do believe that there is a way that fans um, could be able to attend games next season for all the sports. I, I, I honestly do, and, uh, and I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that the NFL, you know, they play this, they kind of play their cards right with this, um, and you know, we could talk a little bit about that later. But I'm really hoping they play their cards right with this because they're going to be having fans um, at their at their games next year, and they're doing cross country travel. You know, the Rams they're coming to the Washington football team <laughs> this year. Whatever, I mean, that, that, right? That, that's that's just one you know one game. But again, there's there's cross country travel, so they don't have their plan doesn't look like you know the NBA or MLB in any way, yeah, true. shape or form. So, I don't know, man. They'll be that guinea pig, and um, I'm 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 hoping, um, I'm hoping that they can kind of work something out. But obviously, yes, of course, I think everybody would feel better if there was a vaccination yeah. in place. Whatever, if that was discovered, we'll wait and see. But anyway, man, um, start, bro. Uh, There's a whole lot of talk, Giannis. LeBron, a couple other dudes, ADs in the mix. Who's gonna win MVP? What's your predictions? What you got, man? I'm, 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 I'm gonna give you a floor, bro. Like, what, oh, what you man, thinking, for MVP? Ah, uh, LeBron, yeah. easily, easily. And I know everyone's mm. on the Giannis bandwagon, mm. you know, but uh. Uh, you know. <laughs> But well, it's LeBron, man. It's I mean, and I know you as a Lakers fan, I'm surprised. I'm very surprised because you, you, you know you oh. don't want LeBron, right? You who do you want? <laughs> no, 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 no. 
if LeBron, I, I have zero issue. I have zero issue with LeBron, but I'm just more Giannis. I'm, I, I kind of like the argument that uh, Chris Roussard from FS1 um, that he's put together. Giannis is doing all of this without that superstar. I mean, you got Bron. Bron's productivity, the Lakers' productivity is really going to depend a lot on Anthony Davis, right? And I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm sitting there looking at Giannis, man. Like, Giannis, they got the best record in, in the NBA. Granted, it's the East, but they still have the best record in the NBA. The guy's averaging 13 points, 14 boards, six assists, and the next the next guy for them is Chris Middleton. And there's question marks all around. Like, is is, is he enough? Is Giannis going to leave next year and, and go to Golden State? Right. I don't think so because I don't believe that they have the money. But, you know, like, that's... You know, like those are some of the questions, man, that that are um, that are circling around. But no, nah, I, I definitely respect, you know, you know what LeBron has done this year. I thought, you know, before uh, before the work stoppage, you know, the wins against Philly, the wins against um, the Bucks, the uh, the win against yeah, the Clippers, he was like man, like LeBron, like he really showed. Yeah, yeah, like he he really showed that, like okay. I, you know, I I am still that guy. It is still LeBron James NBA, right? Um, so I'm I, I I don't know um, if if I had a vote. That's another thing. If I had a vote, yeah, I, I, I think I gotta go Giannis. I feel bad as a Lakers fan, but well, I, I, I gotta on. go with Giannis. So let me let me ask. Okay, you take let's just take the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Put them in the Western Conference. How does Giannis do? Mm-hmm. I think he would still give you the does same. It, you think he's still going to go? I think, what is this? Thir- you think he's still going to go 30, 13, and 6 in the West? No, why, this, why not? Come on, I mean, man. they... they oh, okay, okay, I mean... They still... But they, they still have to play those teams in the Western Conference. I mean, it, it, it's, it's still a home and yeah, a road game. Yeah, it's more consistently, um, man. He's every, getting force-fed like the Wizards over and over again. You know? <laughs> Come on. Like... Hey, man. The, the Wizards five and a half back. That, that's, this is what I'm talking here. about. The Wizards are five and a half back. And, and they, they have a chance. And they come on, dude. Let's just go from the the bottom up for the East. The Cavs, terrible. The Hawks, you know, Trey Young, who is super inconsistent. Otherwise, terrible. The Pistons, terrible. The Knicks is the laughing stock of the NBA every season. Okay, like. The, the, oh yeah, now that, that's not gonna help. The Bulls, terrible. The Hornets, terrible. The Wizards. Terrible. I don't even think the Magic's very good, and they're going to make the playoffs. The Nets are without KD and yeah. Kyrie. Terrible. I mean, come, that's who the Bucks play majority of the season. All these terrible teams. Yeah. There's no way. There's, there's just. So wait a minute. So, so you don't like, you don't like. I mean, Miami. Miami is not uh, is not a team to sleep on. They're young. They're a young team. But I mean, like, I mean, they got. 40, you know, I mean, 41 no, wins, I, you know, they got, you know, they're winning 63% of their games. I think that the Raptors, Celtics, Heat, 
even somewhat the Pacers and somewhat the 76ers are, are good competition um, for the Bucks, but I mean, I don't really think any of them are going to. I'll put it to you this way. Any of those teams I just named are not better than the Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Rockets, and maybe even the Thunder. Now, maybe even the Mavericks are better than all those Eastern teams. And that's the top seven players in the West, or the top top seven teams in the West. Like, it's just cupcakes that all Giannis has to play. You think the Mavericks? Wait, so I, I just want to make yeah, sure yeah, that yeah, I quote you correctly. Let's hear it. You, you think you think them? You think the Mavericks are, are better than yes. Boston? Yeah, Luca, Luca, Luca. Whoa, the Talk unicorn, the unicorn, and Luca. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. I know the Celtics are good, and I'm gonna be honest. I think the Celtics are the second best. I think they're better than the Raptors. Um, I and I'm kind of surprised the Celtics haven't been able to gel like they did in the playoffs a few years ago um, when Kyrie went down but they just ha- I haven't seen that from them since but I know it's there um, and if that team shows up then yeah I'll say they're better than the Mavs but right now dude if, if, I hope they are they going to play this in these eight games because I hope so because I, I, the Mavs I think will win you know Unicorn Unicorn and uh, and Luca, they're good you sound like Cow. You sound like Colin Coward, man. So the <laughs> what? Lakers- <laughs> so the yes. So so okay. Restart and the Lakers. They lost the opening scrimmage to um to Dallas. And next thing you know, Monday morning, <laughs> Coward's on TV on your on, on his daily show, The Earth. Uh, you know, just this all this blasphemous talk about you know how they're set up for the future which they are i mean i mean let's luca luca is a freaking prodigy i mean he's only 20 wonder what no he's not even, he's not even what, he's what 19 young, 19 years young. old or something like that yeah he's very young i mean okay so yeah they have their guy for the future but and, and then he starts you know just completely just bagging the lakers well they're they're a soap, soap opera. If, if you take LeBron James off that team, and you know, oh, they're, no. they're you know they're not very good. But that's, but that's a lot of the NBA right now, though. That's a lot of the NBA. I think Jason Tatum is the guy that I like. I like Jason Tatum. About. I like, like him a lot. You know, um, I, I'm just kind of. I'm just kind of curious on, and maybe we can get, we'll get a little bit more uh, into this, you know, when we're talking about the Pelicans, but does it seem like the NBA, does it seem to you like the NBA is kind of like force feeding us Zion or like they're kind of like just pushing him to be that next face of the NBA? And I I, I really kind of feel like it's just a complete slight to Jason Tatum, to a kid that's done it. He hasn't won, but I mean, dude, you're talking about as a rookie, as a rookie, he took the LeBron James Cleveland Cavaliers to a game seven and almost yeah. won. Yeah, I, somewhat. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I I get the hype around Zion. Um, I, I, I know he has a very small sample size of NBA playtime. Um, He's played yeah, like three games. Uh, and I really do like what I see from Jason Tatum, but 
that I think what it is for him and the Celtics is that kind of like I mentioned earlier, is that you haven't seen. I mean, I know maybe he has improved himself, maybe just in performance wise, but as as a whole team, the mm-hmm. Celtics haven't hit that peak point they did in the playoffs a few years ago. Um, and because of that, I think that maybe people look down at Jason Tatum as because now, I mean, he is the leader of that team now. And because they're clicking on that cylinder, maybe people look, look at it in a negative. Um, but I do think that he is an extraordinary talent and does get overlooked when compared to some of the other ones, like Luca, for instance. I mean, Luca's very skilled. You know, yeah. John Morant, very skilled. Zion, skilled. But, you know, Jason Tatum, you know, he can still be talked about a little bit more than he is. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah. So, so, all right, so, so, so tell me this, because eventually, I mean, these playoffs start, you know, we got to, who is, who's your pick? Who do you got? The whole the thing? Game? I mean, you got, you got LeBron as your MVP. Who, who, who you have? Oh, man, the whole thing? thing, the Lakers, probably like you, man, you know, hometown Lakers, but, My uh, man. yeah, 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 My man. <laughs> uh, but you know. I don't see any other team that uh, is up there to compete. I'm going to be honest. I really dig the tall ball nuggets, having Bull Bull play like point guard and and small forward and him just draining threes (laughs) on people and blocking shots and being the first one back down the court and everything. I mean, it's that's impressive to watch. And I would would have to say that's like the biggest wild card because – that is super talented. Uh, it's so clear right off the bat. Like, he's just got it. And it will be a huge impact for the Nuggets. And maybe, just maybe, like, they will bring some competition. But I think the Clippers got too much drama right now. And uh, I think mm. that the other, other teams in the West, you know, they're good, but they're not good enough. Um, and then with the East, I think it's like I, I mean, obviously, I mentioned earlier, it's clearly run by the Bucks. Um, but I, I, I don't think the Bucks mm-hmm. will beat the Lakers whatsoever. I think it's easily Lakers. And if I had to pick, yeah, Lakers in five. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, <laughs> Lakers, Lakers in five. five. It's gonna be okay. the the Lakers are gonna go six and seven games with other other Western Conference teams. But as soon as they go play the Eastern team, five, it, it's gonna be it over. It lights out. Well, I appreciate, man, I, I, I appreciate you know the uh, the Laker love you know that, that you're showing. Um, kind of surprised, you know. Um, you didn't say a damn thing about your your OKC <laughs> Thunder. I mean, I, hey man, I think they're running, they're performing pretty well like in the season. I think you know Chris Paul being on the team has kind of helped them be a more of a distribution team, and it's kind of I guess when when Westbrook was there, I think the piece that they were missing was somebody to just distribute the ball around, um, and they have that, and so they're able to still be competitive. Um, they're actually tied. They're tied with the Rockets now, 
which is kind of funny. Um, right. <laughs> but, nah, man, I mean, I'll just put it to you this way. You know, we had AD and LeBron sit out the other night in a scrimmage, and who went off? J.R. Smith and Deion Waiters both went off. And that's yeah. the two newbies. I mean, they, and no one wanted to sign them. And I've been really high on both of them. Mm-hmm. And they just showed up big time. I think that being on a team with a leader like LeBron and JR knows already, and I think it would be good for D-Line to stay focused. I think uh, with those two offensive weapons, I, it just it's – and they're already a big team. You got Dwight, JaVel, and Anthony, and and, and, Art, and LeBron's big, man. They're big. They're going to be big. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm like this. Of course, you know, of course I'm agree. I'm going to agree with you um, on this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm always going to pick, um, you know, my Lakers. You know, I, I always think that, you know, anytime that they're in a tournament, the first time in six years <laughs> that they are back in the tournament. So that in itself, that's gonna be something to toast to, you know. Have a little, uh, have a drink on. Um, but I, I, I will say that that's the Lakers winning it. That's gonna come with some caveats. Um, that first caveat is gonna be Anthony Davis. You know, I mean, I'm of the mindset that I mean, he's the dude's unguardable. I mean, that I, I look at the Clippers as the best team defensively, and the best guy that they could throw at him is what a six foot eight Montrez Harrell. Is Montrez and, there yet? Uh, I don't is that's so. one of the guys that are uh, you know been struggling to get his get his stuff back into the bubble. Is he yeah. is he back yet? Yeah. I, 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 that's an interesting question, man. That's an interesting question. And if he's not, then it, yeah, you're definitely are. in trouble. But um, I mean it's. But, but but that was their best guy, right? And, and, and that's 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 still not enough. There isn't a guy, um, there really isn't a guy in the league that that, that I believe that could really stop AD because he's multi-dimensional. I mean, he can handle the ball, um, he can post you up, you know, he, he can you know hit the uh, the shot from the perimeter. Um, I mean, he can do everything that he can ask. That, that he can do everything that you need him to do. I guess the question with him is always going to come yes. down to his health. Like we don't even know if, if he's going to be available for yeah. Thursday night. Thursday, you know, the finale. He got his the, eye poked against the Clippers. Yeah, like oh man, man, he slapped him <laughs> in the face, man. That, that's him. Man, though, I, I definitely agree. I remember earlier in the season, a game, <laughs> he like. Like got hit in the shoulder or something like that, and just decided to sit out for an entire. Mm-hmm because his shoulder was just a little sore. And the announcer was like, we don't know if Anthony Davis will make it back into the game because of so- shoulder soreness. And I'm just like, from what, man? Come on, get back out there. Like, this yeah, is man. an important game. Yeah, man. So that's, that, so that, that, I think that's, so that, that's one aspect of it. The second part is Kyle Kuzma. Oh. I mean, we, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, this is a guy that I've always said, like, he has, when he's on, I mean, he kind of looks. Yeah, he looks yeah, good. He, he's on. He, he looks Kobe-esque. Oh, you know, come on, man. Come on. Don't, that, that is disrespectful to Kobe, dude, man. The, don't the, don't the, even. The dude, the, 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 the dude is Kobe-esque. I mean, he has, he has the ability 
particularly when you're playing with a guy like LeBron, if, if, if you're doing what you should be doing, cutting to the basket, I'm not saying be Kobe. No, he tries but, to be a shooter, though. Yeah, but, but, but he's a guy that can get his own shot, though. The problem with Kyle Kuzma has been his inconsistency, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I think that what the other night, yeah, the other day when the in the um, the scrimmage game against Orlando, like, what do you have with like five, five or six threes? You yeah, know? He, he didn't. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, and five or six threes. I think with like what 20, 28 points or something like that. So I mean, I mean, the guy can hoop, no question. The again, the problem with Kuzma is his inconsistency. He'll give you 25 one night. The next night, he'll turn around and give you eight. You can't do that in this tough Western Conference when you got teams like, I'm just going to say the Nuggets and Clippers. I'm not too concerned about the Jazz, but when when you're going to have to potentially deal with teams, you know, a team like the Clippers, man, Kyle Kuzma's got to bring it every night. Mm -hmm. And we're not really asking him – to be Kobe, obviously you're you're not going to be Kobe when you got two guys like LeBron and AD on your team. But damn, be Lamar Odom. Nah, that's be a Lamar good, Odom. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and, and you talk about a guy. Lamar Odom was a guy that he can handle the rock. He could post you up. He could shoot the ball from the uh, from the perimeter. He was a, a halfway decent defender. Mm-hmm. That's another thing with Kuzma. He offensively he would cut. You know, backdoor cuts. And stuff like that come off the screens. That's what Kyle Kuzma's got to do. Be more of a catch and shoot, a catch and shoot guy. And, it, and there'll be some times in the second unit, you know, where he'll be able to he'll be able to run that second unit, and also you know he'll he'll get some extended minutes um, with Anthony Davis. You know, so I mean he'll get his touches. He just has to show up. We can't have a night to where he's you know he, he's shooting. You know, he's going like, I don't know what, one for eight in the first half, but he's doing nothing on the defense. Two rebounds. You know what I mean? Like, he's got to be able to find other ways to impact the game. And if he can do that, if if you can get consistency on his end, because you know what you're going to get out of AD from a productivity standpoint. But if Kuzma can be consistent in that aspect, yeah. I I, I I don't see any reason why um, the Lakers can't win this thing. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's because, a cakewalk, to be honest. It's their year. It's their time. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't have a whole lot of time with um with LeBron. That's yeah. for damn sure. But, um, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, man, you know, that's, um, that's the NBA – NBA talk, you know, when we come back, you know, we're going to take a little break, but, you know, when we come back, you know, uh, real quickly, you know, we'll just get into the NFL. Training camp started, you know, um, COVID-19 is still out there. You know, what's their plan? You know, will they be able to start on time? Um, I heard they cut the preseason, you know, so will they start on time? Will they finish? Let's see. Brandon, we back, man. Episode one, the final take, man. The final segment, NFL training camp, man. The guys are getting ready to report to camp. Um, you know, a couple players, man, they opt out. You know, uh, Marquise Goodwin from the Eagles, 
uh, Devin Funches, you know, with the Packers, Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung, Brandon Bolden from the Pats. You know, just a couple, you know, you know, big name guys, you know, key, uh, you know, key contributors, you know, to their respective teams, man. Like, what's, you know, what's your thoughts, man? Um, just with, with COVID-19 and, you know, the NFL, you know, everything that we've heard thus far in terms of their plan, you know, just what are your thoughts on this, how you see this whole thing planning out, panning out? Uh, man, I don't, I'm not surprised to see some players uh, opting out and taking that um, route for themselves. I think it's actually kind of a smart choice um, mm-hmm. because, you know, I don't really think the NFL is doing very much on player safety at the moment. Uh, I mean, they really haven't come out with anything on a plan. Uh, I know that, you know, they, they, I guess they nixed the preseason, but that's not really, um, I think that, like, that's not going to help their situation in terms of uh, keeping the players safe. Um, You know, I I think it's going to continue as, you know, I think the deadline for it, for the the main opt-out is on Monday, even though. I think I think players will have the ability to opt out, um, you know, later in the season, you know, in case of like an emergency or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but for the main one, you know, you know, for, I guess if you know players of you know high risk, uh, they opt out, they can get you know three hundred fifty thousand stipend, and less yep. risk ones hundred fifty thousand dollars stipend, you know, just to keep you know living, which you know. And, for me, that's that would be nice to get. Uh, but, you know, yeah, me, me and you both. Yeah. Uh, just say, hey, you know what? I'm not playing football this season. I'm just going to take this 150000 and just glide. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think it's going to continue uh, just because, you know, the players themselves have been, you know, speaking on social media uh, at the NFL and their lack of plan. Um, so I would say that, you know, if things get a little closer, you know, they might, they might mass opt out all at once or something, you know? Um, but I think, I think what we need, I'm not, not, not to knock any of these guys that are opting out. Um, but I think if we see some bigger names and maybe like faces of the league start opting out, I think, uh, a massive trickle down effect uh, for other players opting out as well. Um, but right now, um, I think there might be just be like a smaller increase if that doesn't happen. Um, but I mean, it makes sense for some of the players. I mean, just for general player safety. But you know, oh, some of the players got underlying conditions. Like I know, uh, you know, the Patriots' offensive tackle uh, Marcus Cannon. Um, yeah. I think nine years ago he was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So I mean, obviously, you know, he would need to sit out during this because he is at tremendous risk uh, for yeah. this. Um, so I mean, I understand it. I'm glad that the league was gave the players a chance to do this and didn't be a complete dick and just say, well, you know, you're not going to get paid if you don't play. Um, so I'm glad that they allowed this. Um, I, I, I honestly, I, I wish that they didn't put like a close on that window. They just gave the players the freedom to just kind of think on this and to kind of wait. It, you know, so, you know, because some players might just want to wait until the season may be about to start, and if they still feel like it's not safe, mm-hmm. they might want to just not play. But the league is trying to keep that from happening. I think like a last minute stoppage of people not wanting to play, so they're kind of 
putting this date on it now. Um, but yeah, man, what do you think about all of this? I, 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 I think man, it, it, it's just the social, again, the social context, it just really presented some uh, trying times to where, it, again, it's going to, it's required these sports leagues to, to really just think outside of the box. And the NFL, I mean, they have to kind of do the same. And, you know, I know um, last week, you know, a lot of guys, you know, a lot of the players, Patrick Mahomes, J.J. Uh, Watt, you know, a lot of guys, you know, they, they were just kind of concerned is whether or not, you know, um, whether this thing was going to get off the ground. You know, they were kind of concerned, you know, you know, where where's the NFL at? Like, hey, you know, hey, guys, we've had all this time. Our season ended, you know, first week of February. And we still, we're still kind of like on the limb. Like we, we have no plan. Um, you know, right now, like they, they've got uh, some social distancing, you know, mechanisms, you know, put in place, you know, for, um, you know, players coming into camp. Um, but I guess the bigger question, you know, presents is, you know, what, what is like the actual camp going to look like so you know I mean you already got you got guys that are opting out for you know for, for whatever reason I'm pretty sure that they're valid but for the guys that opt in what is camp going to look like do they have to wear masks while playing football because that's a hard-ass thing to do if you're talking about a team in a warm climate say like Los Angeles or um Texas uh or any team in the south you know, where it's hot as hell or hell, man, it's hot as hell everywhere right now. That That's kind of difficult to do, you know, um, in, in mass, right? So, you know, what is, what's the play going to look like? Also, um, preseason, like they, well, they've canceled all, all the preseason games. Okay. And yeah, you know, I know a lot of you know, the players that are, that are going to make the roster, you know, I imagine they've seen that scene, they're pretty enthusiastic about that, right? They don't have they don't have to go through that process, you know. Uh, Sean McVay's first year, you know, um, what I don't I don't think they played anybody, uh, any starter in the preseason, and the next thing you know, mm-hmm. they did start the season mm-hmm. eight and no, right? Like like, <laughs> was was that a coincidence, or was there really something to that? Like, hey man, these guys really don't need the preseason, right? So there's that perspective the other side of the coin is okay well what about new coaches right um you know like they need that preseason they need that time that time to really implement their system because there's only but so much um that they could do you know during OTAs um and, and even training camp keep in mind some of these veterans every veteran every veteran doesn't uh you know, participate in OTAs you know, the, in the way in which they should. Odell Beckham Jr., first year in Cleveland, you know, the Freddie Kitchens, guy gets fired <laughs> after his first year, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? So, it's, that's interesting. Also, you know, the um, the rosters, you know, they're, they have to go from 90 to 80 by August mm-hmm. 16th. Okay, so, like, what's, my thing is, like, well, What's the purpose if I have a 53 man roster and I know tra- uh, the training camp lasts but training camp lasts but just as long as the preseason right which is 4 weeks 
you know, four and a half, you know, four to four and a half weeks, you know, whatever. If if I'm not playing any preseason games, then what the hell am I doing with those those other uh, those these other players, right? These other players. Well, I, I, I'm I'm gonna have um, what 27 other guys uh, that are here just battling, you know, to make a roster spot. Okay, well, out of that 27, how many is probably gonna make the act the actual active mm-hmm. roster, right? Is it gonna be any? Is it gonna be anybody probably new? No, probably not. Yeah, you know, probably not. Maybe my draft picks, which is you know, depending on how many how many guys those are. That okay? Maybe I don't know, but I, I'm just gonna say um, ten. Maybe ten draft picks. Those are probably, half of them are probably gonna be practice squad guys, and then maybe you know some of the other practice squad guys from the previous year. Right, maybe one or two of those guys. So that's only twelve mm-hmm. out of twenty-seven. Right, so where does that leave? What are those other guys going to be doing? You know what I mean? What just uh, practicing? Where's their real? Where's their real opportunity to show? Um, you know, they maybe they should think about for this season expanding roster just for COVID purposes, because maybe some of the teams need these extra players in case. A couple players on the actual team do contract COVID, and they have to miss a week or two weeks. You know, um, and it, what if it hits a team like it hits the Marlins in baseball? You know, if it if it yeah. if it yeah, hits yeah, you, uh, you know yeah. if it hits eighteen players on the football team, you know, there's eleven guys on the field. That's like that could ruin an entire defense. Yeah. You know. Um, and if that happens, right. like, what are you gonna do? What are the, what? I mean, what is the NFL gonna do? If say if they, you know, just say, well, you know, pick players off your practice squad. Well, then you've picked up, you know, like all the players on your practice squad. What do like? What are you gonna do if someone actually gets hurt now? Like, where are you gonna grab that extra player? So maybe they, they like in this mm-hmm. case instead of just cutting the the players, you know, um, maybe just have the rosters expanded throughout the season just to, to keep that flexibility going because, or, or, and this might be seem strange, but maybe go through the same roster cuts that they do in preseason, but do it over the first four weeks of the regular season. Um, that could help as well um, because that will still give the coaches some time. I mean, I know they'll probably want to play their true starters, but they can, you know, when, when they want mm-hmm. to play, uh, let's say, when someone's tired and they just need to go out for a play, you know, maybe they'll throw in, you know, this guy just to see how he does. You know, it's just one rep, but, you know, they still get a, a better look as in to not looking at him at all. And he still gets to maybe stick around practice for a little bit more and they can see him then. Um, but I don't know, just to get a little exposure since they, they really don't have true preseason games where the backups typically play most of the game. Um, I think it, yeah. I think that could help. But but if they're expanding a the roster, what about the dollars? You know, because they're not if it, if it's any sport, if it's any sport that I believe that would be impacted the most from this entire coronavirus situation, I think yeah. it's the NFL. And that's the reason why the, I think that's yeah, and that's the reason why um, these guys are having fans because they need that revenue. I mean, fan 
fans coming through the turnstiles, that's 40% of the entire NFL revenue. I, I understand that they have um, the TV deals, you know, uh, Fox, CBS, um, you know, NBC, ESPN, Monday Night Football, which I think is complete <laughs> shit. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I, I won't go too far into that. But I understand that, they, you know, they, they have the TV deals, you know, they got the TV money. But man, you, I mean, you take away, you know, for a bit, you know, 40%, you're not getting that, that full 40%. Of revenue, man. Like, man, come on. Do you think they're broke? Do you think these franchises are broke? It's the NFL. Come on, man. They they act like it. They certainly act like it. They can afford this year, (laughs) and that's the thing. I think, yeah, maybe the NFL has the most to lose in terms of you know revenue for this season, but that is because of the amount of revenue the NFL brings in every single year. It is. It's absurd, Very you true. know. I mean, uh, for instance, you know, I know Jerry Jones is is a rich man in other ways besides owning the Cowboys. But I mean, to build Jerry's world, come on now, that's that's a, that's some money right there, and that's definitely money he's getting from mm-hmm. revenue, you know. Um, so, you know, I, I think it could it will hurt them maybe this season. Yeah, but they they have the money to pay for an expanded roster. And I'm not sure, like, if – I know that probably would affect cap in some sort of way, but um, I'm sure they could find some type of way to, around that. Like, say, your practice squad gets a cap base of X amount of dollars that's unaffected to your team's cap salary or something like that. I mean, they can make some rule changes for this season if they needed to. Um, I don't think that would be a big deal. Um Okay, but from from a okay, just from just a sheer competition standpoint, though. But if I'm, I don't know if I'm willing to put you know, some practice squad guy on the field. I hate to call him that. I mean, football is football, but and, and you got the Philadelphia Eagles that pretty much won the division with an entire offense full yeah, of practice squad players. But <laughs> but I mean, okay, well. The odds of that happening again, I, I think, uh, slim to none. But what um, if a team contracts COVID, though? Like, you know, another, what if, say, what happens to the Eagles for injuries, but like, say, the like, someone in the Eagles, like the wide receiver room, just contracts COVID, like, all the you know, just the, the whole wide receiver, well, well, yeah, I mean, can't you, play. Like, what, what happens? What do you do? Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you, you're gonna, you're gonna have to dip into that, exactly. that talent reserve. But, I mean, you're talking, but can you, but you got to convince the owners, you got to convince the owners that, man, I got to pay, I mean, it, it depends on how many extra guys are you talking about. I mean, I mean, out of a 53, 53-man roster, I mean, hell, you already got guys out of that pool that aren't, um, they're just dressing out, but they're not necessarily on the field. And now, I mean, you want to add more guys onto that? I mean... In theory, I think it sounds today. You got to convince the owners, and they might not be willing to do that, um, considering um, you know what they're not really making you know any money um, other than just the TV deals. 
right? Like, I, I think that's a battle that, that might, I mean, that, that might be a, that might not be uh, a battle. Yeah, I'm sure the owners are not in favor won. of it, and, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm more probably the coaches would be more in favor of it just for having that flexibility of, you know, and I, you know, as I suggested mm-hmm. earlier, you know, they could still shorten the roster, but maybe just not in the timeline they have it now like like they as they normally shorten the roster over the course of the preseason um maybe maybe like i said they could do it over the first four weeks or the first two weeks or you know just to give some a team maybe just you know those teams that need to see some players maybe some people are fighting for a position um that that are potentially being starters maybe they want to see what they really have with this rookie that they drafted in the first or second round, um, rather than just throwing them out there in the fire because, you know, they just have no idea what they have. Um, you know, just to give them some sort of chance to say, hey, like, you don't have to cut down your roster right away. We'll, you know, delay it, you know, week three, just have 53 guys. Yeah. I hear you. Well, I don't know, man. We'll see. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I'm hoping. Um, I, I'm just hoping that the NFL, you know, that they can they can get started on time because it, it seems to me when they made their they made their schedule as if it is going to be business as usual. So I'm hoping that. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they will, they'll be able to start on time and can, and can, they'll be able to stay on course with what they currently have. Um, I think it will be great if they will have fans um, at the games this year. I, 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 again, I, I think, I think America would love that, but they have to do it in a way that it will create a safe environment for them. To where we're not only are we protecting the fans, but we're also protecting uh, the players. And I believe this is they're going to be the true guinea pigs. That if this works, if this can work, I believe Major League Baseball and including the NBA, they will at least begin having discussions. Um, begin having discussions on whether. You know, you know whether they can put together a plan uh, to have um, fans in attendance. Um, but on that note, man, I, I, I think that's that's it, man. Yep. Episode one is in the books. You know, you know, nine forty. You know, got the Dodgers at Astros. You know, um, we owe them a couple. Yeah, asses, man, couple you should uh, hit some batters for me. You know. <laughs> Uh, nah man we keep everybody keep everybody safe and clean but anyway uh, as always brother man I appreciate you it was fun man again congrats to you Uh, episode one is in the books Um, again it's sports talk with Reg and Brandon you know you can hear us on all the different uh, platforms that are out there you know Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify uh, um, again, click subscribe. You know, give us a review. Share with your friends, man. We we definitely we look forward to everybody's feedback. And Peace. we'll get back at it next week, bro.